Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. You know, dieting seems to be a huge phase that's been going on in, in society right now. And each day people will try to tone their muscles by lifting weights or shed a few pounds by abstaining from certain kinds of foods. But if a person is going to get physically fit, it's going to require some effort. I mean, after all, the weights don't lift themselves. You'll have to lay off certain rich foods or drinks that you enjoy. And this reminds me of the Christian life. You know, to be successful at anything, it's going to require some discipline. Although bodily exercise is really not that profitable to us, we must be careful to discipline ourselves to abstain and overcome the sinful deeds of the flesh. Spiritual disciplines are the most important ones to possess because they lead to eternal life. 1 Timothy 4 verse 8 says, For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. Mortification is learning to deny yourself of certain things that are contrary to the will of God. Not everybody deals with the exact same issues in their lives, but whatever they may be, we must be capable of overcoming them all. Sin is very deceitful and can creep very slowly into somebody's life. It's kind of like a black thundercloud that you see approaching in the distance. But its movement is so slow that you really don't give it much thought at the moment. It's like being on a road that feels like you're on the correct path, but it's heading completely the wrong direction. Proverbs 16.25 says, There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. In order to someday enter into eternal life, we have to get rid of the deeds of the carnal nature. We must put to death the old man and go through a complete spiritual rebirth. God wants, uh, or he grants us grace in our time of need, but we don't want to receive God's grace in vain. We must go through the process of subduing one's bodily desires. And like I said, each of us have certain weaknesses, but we must be able to bring them completely under our control. This requires yielding to the will of God rather than your own. Look at Romans chapter 6, verses 12 through 13 says, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. We need to remember that we can defeat sin, and our Lord gives us the strength to do so. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Again, each of us have certain issues that we will have to deal with in this life, but if we are going to move on to perfection, it's going to require certain modifications and changes in the way that you live your life. It's going to require seeking spiritual things rather than things of the flesh. It's going to require changing behaviors or attitudes that are displeasing to God. It's going to require submitting to God's will and destroying the sinful works of the old man. Ephesians 4:22 through 24 says that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. If we are ever going to be free from sinful living, we must depart from them. The bondage to iniquity must be broken by the acceptance and the application of biblical truth. John 8, 
34 through 36, says, Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Some of you might have a dog at your home. That's really difficult to control unless you walk them on a leash. Mortification is a process of putting a leash on ourselves to control our actions. And we know that whatever temptations come along, God will not allow us to be tempted above that which we are able. 1 Corinthians 10 verse 13. There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able. But with the will with the temptation, also make a way to escape, that you may be able to bear it. Christianity is about learning how to deny oneself. It's learning how to say no to certain activities and behavior that's really not beneficial to your life. And we must develop a regiment of spiritual disciplines and training. Like someone who works out regularly and has developed a regular routine of exercise. Through temperance, we need to be able to conquer the sinful appetites of the flesh, and those who do so will receive eternal life. James 1 verse 12 says, Blesses a man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. The wages of sin is death, and we must do whatever it takes to eradicate them from our lives. Romans six twenty one through 23, What fruit had you then in those things whereof you are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. But now, being made free from sin and become servants to God, you have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The true sons of God are led by God's Holy Spirit, not by the spirit of error. Romans 8, verse 12 through 14. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans chapter 8, verses 5 through 8 says, For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because a carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Mortification must happen to inherit eternal life, because ultimately sins are going to be punished. Colossians 3 Verses 5 through 6 says, Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. So good intentions don't always make for a strong finish. It's going to require spiritual disciplines. Let's think about these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by Google searching TLK JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms, or by getting our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.